Three, two. Hey, Cairo Sushi peeps. Happy Wacky Wednesday. And finally, finally, this man is so busy. Uh, we've had five five times to try to get this done. The sixth time is the charm. Uh, Jeffrey Gittimore, the, the king of sales. We're going to talk about that title, all his books. Uh, but most importantly, coming up, uh, in uh, the heartland of chiropractic, two hours away from the, the Fountainhead, Palmer Chiropractic College, all my peeps, our largest demographic of audience is out in Iowa. Um, you guys are going to have the luxury of having this guy live in your in your neck of the woods. We're going to talk about his upcoming event in May. Um, first, I want to thank Close for Cairo, the team over there for helping us to sponsor this. Sorry, Dan, that you couldn't be on with us today. Feel better, my man. Thank you, Close for Cairo. Dude, Jeffrey, how you doing, my man? I'm fine. The reason we had to keep rescheduling is that I had uh, appointments with my chiropractor. Okay, so you're telling me. You believe, you go offline, you go, you believe in chiropractic, and you say chiropractic saved your life. So i got to dive into that so everyone can fall in love with you right now. Yeah, just in, just in passing, um, about 15 or 16 years ago, uh, I was getting off the plane, and, you know, you sit on a plane for four or five hours, your back is crazy, and a friend of mine, recommended that I go to see Dr. Philip Arnone in Matthews, North Carolina. Okay. And he is a nutritionist, a chiropractor, and in my opinion, he's a healer. I believe he was the president of the association at one time, but uh, he is just a brilliant guy who pretty much on a monthly basis keeps me in line, and but only my back in line, not not the other part of in line. Um, we but Phil is he's a Nuka guy. Yeah. And he is a nutrition guy. He's a, a I mean he he's done physicals on me. He's just he's an amazing human being. And I rely on him. He has a, a, a incredible practice and he people rely on him to not just take him out of pain but heal. He can make a migraine go away. Well, th well, that's that's awesome to hear, man. Because it's it's good, you know, uh, that we have some people out there that that support the profession. Um, I want to know about your upcoming event, though, that chiropractors can get to. Sure. Talk to me about what you're going to be working on there. And um, it's May, and it's the dates and the exact dates. And I, I have the link above for people to click on. Seventeenth and eighteenth. Uh, the seventeenth is an afternoon seminar on leadership and sales leadership. Uh, on the 18th, there is a sales seminar, but it's really more than sales. It's personal development. It's networking. It's getting out in the community. It's it's at the uh, Marriott in West Des Moines, and people can. It's not expensive. It's a uh, 150 bucks for the for the live seminar in the morning, and it's one 249 for the seminar in the afternoon. Doug, you want to see getemer.com cgitomer.com -E -E will get we'll, you where you need to go. We'll put those in the comments, man. You, you're, no, you, you've, you're known as the sales king. Was that self-proclaimed or, or uh, you know, to, to write stuff like the sales Bible? Right. Um, you got to Listen, there, the, ovaries. <laughs> the title of king was not taken. And so I just ascended to the throne um, virtually and um, publicly, and if somebody thinks they're cool enough to knock me off, I will more than happily.
do a one-hour seminar with anybody with 10000 in cash on the end of the stage, and the audience votes, and the person who wins gets the money. Genius. So what what makes the recipe? What's the what's the what's the what goes into the stock, into the vegetables, into the the uh, to be the, the king of sales? Like, no, I'm not. I'm I'm getting there though. Yeah, um, I, I basically grew up in a um, an entrepreneurial family, actually a business family. So I had my own businesses literally from the time I was seven. Uh, my dad was a manufacturer. My my mother owned a couple of schools. And um, I just naturally ascended to, to a, a business career. Um, I started manufacturing leisure furniture, beanbag okay. chairs in New Jersey. Then I moved to Florida. I manufactured imprinted sportswear and sold. But, I, but the, the key is I sold in New York City. I cold called in Manhattan and made sales that would stagger a lot of people. Oh, there you go. Oh, can you see me now? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if you could, I, I didn't know if something was going on. I was checking the live feed. Yeah. Um, I no. I I think you know going back to the entrepreneurial spirits of the family and growing up in New York that cultivates you know look that's that's you you, you to take nose. Yeah. Everyone exactly. teaches you. Everyone yeah. It, well, actually, impactful. I grew up in Philadelphia. Just to be clear. Okay. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl champions. Which uh, are even tougher down there. Forty-one to thirty-three. It is. Yeah, they don't shit around. We think New York City people are sissies. Um, but I cold called in Manhattan and I got my sales come up there by cold calling there for years. Never had anyone call me. I had to call every single buddy and made a lot of lot of sales to some very big companies. Cold calling begins with trust, right? I mean, you got to establish trust right away. Or a connection, a trust connection. or a connection. Yeah. So I had a couple it, of connections. Is it in the tonality? Is it is you know. A lot of chiropractors don't cold call, but they should be the cold calling businesses. No, all they have to do. No, they go to networking events. They join the chamber of commerce. They, they go out and they shake hands with people and they invite them for a lecture on uh, health or some kind of thing on on diet or some kind of thing on uh, back pain. You know, anything that they can do to become a value provider in the community. That's what they really need to do. And if they're good uh, and they invest in the right equipment, and I've, I've been to several chiropractors out of need around the country, and their equipment blows. They, yeah. they use shit-ass tables that don't really do much, and they're, they're not great backcrackers. Well, you know, there's, there's some great high-quality people in our profession, but they yep. can't communicate, right? So you talked about networking events. Talk to me about some things that chiropractors should be aware of when they're at a networking event, what are some things that they should be presently, uh, you know, thinking in their mind and locking down in I, their heart? You know, I think if I were a chiropractor, I'd go to a networking event. I'd say, you know, it's really nice to meet you. Most people concentrate on front. I concentrate on back. And they're going, what do you mean? Well, have you ever had back pain? Well, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I do. I fix your, your back pain. Got it. I mean, literally, you know, you go to a chiropractor because you want an adjustment of some kind, neck pain, back pain, leg pain, arm pain, some kind of pain. and Otherwise, you're not going to just go for the hell of it, correct? You go for a specific reason. Is yeah. that fair to, that fair yeah, to no, say? Yeah, no, most, you know, we're in the problem-solving business. And, and the problem with our with our business, if you look at it from a, from a 
entrepreneur standpoint is we have a, the majority of the profession wants to be in the preventative optimization business. Right, but you uh, can only get there with having provided a service that gives someone enough confidence to go into prevention. Right, absolutely. You you talked about alignment before, and I know that mo some of your books are into mindset stuff. How important is mindset in, in communication and sales? Stupid well, question, but I, I want to give you a softball. <laughs> yeah, thank you very kindly. It's only everything. You know, if I, if I walk into the sale and I don't believe that I can, if I don't believe in my product, my company, myself, and my ability to differentiate myself from, from my competitor, I got a problem. I'm in the wrong business. I need to be a dog catcher or something. Yeah. And so I, you know, I want that, that salesperson to walk in and, or that professional person to be there and have that self-confidence that literally is transferable. When I go into my chiropractor's office, I, he has iron balls, and he's going to be able to transfer that to me in a way that the minute I'm on that table and he puts his hands wherever he puts them, I know I'm going to get a, a crack that's going to help me. Like, I can feel when I need it now. That's how many years I've been going to the chiropractor. Do you need a chiropractor? So, you know, some similarities, let's talk chiro chiropractor versus, a, a, say, a neurosurgeon. Neurosurgeon might be uh, very egotistical, confident in what they do. They know that they, when to cut, they believe to cut is to heal. You know, the, one of the problems I think in our profession is that confidence of being a trusted advisor, right? Yes, yes. And we, we now have the Internet that tells us, oh, Yelp ratings are good, whatever. But when it comes down to being the trusted advisor and someone saying, this is what I recommend, it seems funny because in the surgery world, they just say it and people are like, let me get my deductible, let me do this. But chiropractors struggle with, here's my 36 visits that I'm going to recommend your care plan. Oh, can you please pay me? I know our sponsors, Close for Cairo, they help with this. What, what do you say to someone with, that has, you know, here's a surgeon who's saying, look, listen, lady, take it or leave it. Is that the approach we have to have, that type of confidence? No, they have to, what you're talking to people is not a 36 plan adjustment or meeting, you're talking to them about quality of life. Yeah. And Mrs. Jones, I'm going to give you quality of life, and it's, it's going to take this amount of things to be able to get that done. I don't go to my chiropractor with a game plan. I go to my chiropractor because he helps me. Yes. And, and I go probably go more regularly than somebody with a plan. Absolutely. Guys, I, we're live with doc, uh, not doctor, sorry, the doctor of sales. There's a new one for you. Uh, the king of sales, he's written uh, six books. is a little bread book of selling, uh, 21 and a half unbreakable laws of selling, um, the sales Bible. I want to get into that, the sales Bible. That that was your first book, am I correct? Yep. I wanted a book that would last. You, it, it, All it, those it, Bible it, books last. And, and I'll tell you, uh, we just came out with a new edition literally about a year and a half ago. It first came out in 1994. So it's been around for a hell of a long time. I added social selling. I've rewritten it about four times. Um, it is, it's timely. Yeah, shit, a lot's changed. A lot, a lot of shit has changed. Oh, right? hell Back yeah. Then it was there was no, no email. Place. There was o no email. OJ, OJ on the highway. Yeah. It was, it was an interesting year in 94. Um, it definitely. Now in 2018, uh, you can do your due diligence in half of a nanosecond. Yep. What do people need to be aware of 
Uh, now, what what's changed to you, and what, what what has changed in sales? Well, I think the biggest change has been the advent of Mother Google. Yeah. Because she, who controls the world, uh, I wrote an article a couple of years ago that Google <laughs> is actually Santa Claus. Because she, she knows when you're sleeping, she knows when you're awake, she knows when you're bad, she knows you're good, and she reads all your mail. But I think that that uh, the salesperson or the chiropractor is no longer an anonymous figure. <clears throat> it's not just Yelp. It's your Google ranking. Yeah. And so as I'm walking into a call, I'm Googling you. Right. Or I'm Googling you before I start. And it's no different if you're a car salesperson or you're a life insurance salesperson. Mother Google knows all. So it could be your LinkedIn account. It could be your Facebook account. It could be your Yelp account. It could be your TripAdvisor account. But whatever it is, it's there. And it's not going to go away. Beautiful. What um, What is your favorite book you've written? I mean, you have so many. But what's well, your favorite? Well, my favorite is The Little Gold Book of Yes Attitude because it's foundational. Okay. Um, it's it has the, it's somewhat autobiographical, but more importantly, it develops a mindset for people to be happy and answer with yes or some form of positive so that the customer or your family member or your spouse or whoever gets the feeling that you got it. Yeah. And when you when you have yes, you can transfer yes. Absolutely. Same way, same way you don't want to hang around grumpy people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, I want to talk about what you do. You've got a lot of options for people. You have the Learning Academy. Uh, you can hire yourself for mm -hmm. events. You have the podcast, Sell or Die. Um, you Hold got a lot cup. going on. You're, you're cooking. Sell you're or cooking. Die. We even have the mug. you got the mug. <laughs> um, um, the Learning Academy, the Gittimer Learning Academy consists of everything I've recorded in the studio, which is hundreds of hours. Yeah, uh, not just books and and uh, webinars, but also power lessons and other things that will help people get better at the selling process. It has an assessment when you start, and it has a thirty-hour certification program, so you get all the fundamentals, and then you move on from there. But attitude is foundational. Got it. If you were to direct a young DC coming out of school to start working with you is that the first place you would start yeah i would start with get the gold book and then i probably would start a a young guy on the little black book of connections so okay. that he or she would know how to go out and network in their community know how to create a small commercial about what they do and how they do it um and find out who they're and, and start to build relationships with people in their community Good. We got a couple of minutes. I want to dive into some maybe technical stuff with you real quick, guys. Sure. We're live. Jeff, uh, King of Sales, uh, Jeffrey Gittimore, He's going to be in Iowa. I have the link in the comments below. We'll have him on the uh, in the email going out for you guys. We will get you there if you're in that area. And, or and if area. you come to my event and you are a chiropractor, would you please come up and shake hands? Yeah, please do that. Yeah. I want to ask you about selling chiropractic in a you know a typical uh, what our what our what our in our industry, the leaders are the close for Cairo gang. They teach a day one, day two, day one. They diagnose, day two, they present options. Do you believe technically, I want to ask this because I come from software as a service sales, but my, my family's at chiropractors. We use, we use slide decks. A pitch deck was the biggest thing in Silicon Valley, right? 
Do you think chiropractors should be using presentations like a slide deck or a pitch deck? I want to get your thoughts on that. Well, I think that they might have a slide or three to be able to present some understanding, but my doctor doesn't. No, he, most doctors don't. I was just, I was curious what your take would be. He on sits that. he sits down and he has the the thing of the back, you know, the the anatomical back thing that hangs on a hook and explains where my issue is. I don't care about the issue. I only give a shit about my issues. Right. And so he's he's explaining my issues and what he can do, what the options are, and I go, fine. You know, he's I trust the guy. I trust him based on his knowledge. I trust him based on the way he communicates. And I'll tell you, it's very important to be confident about the about the service that you're providing or you'll you won't get a repeat visit. You, you know, the other thing is with trust, and you talk about this in the little red book of selling, uh, principle number three, and we live in chiropractic by 33 principles. Your principle number three is personal branding is sales. It's not who you know, it's who knows you. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to talk about this a little bit and dive deeper on that because in our profession, we have a lot of leeway when it comes to your dressing for success. Uh, you have people like me, the millennial generation, who's wearing uh, beards, T-shirt, jeans. We have beer in our office. We're making it about the experience. I have my father's generation that's about wearing a nice suit, tallard, blue. Uh, we have some people that wear scrubs, some that drive some of the profession crazy. Thoughts on personal branding when it comes to selling from, from dressing point of view? I think you have to look fit. I think you oh. have to look professional to where I have confidence in you by your look and then by your actions. I'm definitely going to judge your look first because I can't help it. Yeah. But, but your actions, at some point, I don't. if Dr. Phil came in in a bathing suit, I wouldn't give a shit. I, I want my back fixed. And, I, <laughs> I, you know, after 15 years, I know he can do it. So, like, I would go, Phil, nice, nice bathing suit. But Phil happens to dress for success. He always has great clothes on. He always looks the part. No tie, just a sports shirt, slacks, shoes, watch, done. Cool, man. Principle um, number eight, you talk about if you can make them laugh, you can make them buy. I think it's hard sometimes for chiropractors or anybody in healthcare to profession to know what that line is. Yeah, what it's a think? fine line in the medical profession. You basically have to make a value judgment of your customer because if they're in pain, you might want to at least try to get them to smile a little bit. Um, you know, if you if you can heal their pain and you can make them smile, they're going to talk about you. The reason I go for laughter is because I feel like it's memorable enough to be able to create conversation outside the office. Hey, man, you, you believe in learning. You never stop learning, and, you know, you are the sales king, but who are some of the – People coming up, I know, you know, we had Grant Cardone last year at our seminar. We'd love to have you at one of our Cairo Sushi Summits. Yeah, why don't you, I'm seriously, why, I'm, I'm king of, first of all, I'm a customer. You're, you're a customer, we got to have it. I would love, so the offer is there. I would love to have you at Cairo Sushi Summit. Uh, if we can figure that out, let's get that locked down because. Okay, cool. You, you'd be fantastic. We have a great lineup this year with uh, Brian Tracy, Tom Bilu. Tom Bilu is a great young guy coming up uh, yeah. in which runs the impact theory. Who are you watching? Who are who were some of your mentors before, and who are you looking at coming up? Uh, my mentors have, for the most part, passed on or 
don't work anymore. I'm I'm an Earl Nightingale devotee. I'm a Jim Rohn devotee. Yeah. Um, I'm a Charlie Tremendous Jones devotee. Oh, he was he. That so guy was I fire. I I had the guys that were on fire. I'm actually uh, I'm aligned with the Napoleon Hill Foundation, and we have a book coming out in probably November, which will be the first writings of Napoleon Hill ever, never published before. Wow. So that, I, I go way back as far as, as Do you know Napoleon Hill started yeah. his, his, his career speaking? Yeah, to his chiropractor. First speak, was yeah. a chiropractor then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in Iowa. <laughs> yeah, he was a Midwestern guy. Um, but but uh, the new guys that are coming up are all friends of mine and all started out reading my stuff. They, they, they adore you. I know I know Grant adores you, and uh, we adore you. We're going to get this guy at Cairo Sushi Summit. I want to first get you guys over to the Sales Leadership and Sales Mastery with, Do- with, yeah, with go, Jeffrey. Yeah, go, go. And th- that way they can come back and tell you, why the hell have you, haven't you hired this guy? Exactly, exactly. May 17th, May 18th, guys. A lot of you out there in Des Moines, Iowa, two and a half hours away from Chiropractic College in Palmer. Where, where do want- you hold the sushi um event we do it in vegas we do it in vegas oh cool yeah we we you know that way that way they can we can act like kids you know young kids yeah yeah we 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 do our best man i am very grateful for giving us some time today jeffrey uh it's my pleasure i encourage you guys to check out listen to his advice get on his leadership academy get to des moines see this person and see this man the the king see the king live he's now the doctor he's a doctor of sales too now you got it you got it it's a pleasure. It's Thank a you, brother. We'll pleasure. See you at the, we'll see you at the Kairo Sushi Summit, hopefully. You got it. Thanks, brother. Be well.